This is the last episode of Locked On Stars here in 2021. On today's show, we will take a moment to recap everything that has happened within this Dallas Stars organization in 2021. We'll talk about the last season that happened, the offseason, and then the current season that will end. We'll cover it all on a New Year's Eve edition of Locked On Stars. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, and you are locked on the Dallas Stars on this Friday, December 31st, New Year's Eve, uh, the last day of 2021. I know I'm ready for a new year. I'm sure many of you are as well. Uh, I'm looking to you know, put a positive spin on today's show because it, it's, it just came out a couple minutes before recording this episode that the Dallas Stars game for Sunday against the Arizona Coyotes has been postponed and will be rescheduled at a later date. This, of course, due to the COVID-19 outbreak that has hit this Dallas Stars organization like a truck. Uh, just about every player, every notable player, certainly uh, out in COVID reserve, uh, in COVID protocols, and even stretching all the way down to the AHL level, about 15 guys, uh, players only, not even including staffers uh, at the AHL organization, Texas Stars, uh, dealing with COVID as well. So that makes it difficult for there to be call-ups. But we're not here to talk about that. We are here to review what has been a crazy 2021 for the Dallas Stars. Uh, and before we do all that, do you want to take a moment and say thank you for stopping by today's episode of Locked on Stars? Whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener, thank you for making Locked on Stars your first listen of the day. Be sure to subscribe and follow the podcast wherever you get your podcast at, whether that's on YouTube or your favorite podcasting platform. Thank you guys. Uh, truly from the bottom of my heart, thank you guys for making this year so fantastic for the show. Uh, I know I've only been here since September, um, but you guys have been an incredible audience, always supporting the show, um, interacting on social media, subscribing, following. Thank you guys so much. Uh, I feel like I say it all the time, yet I don't say it quite enough. Uh, truly means a lot to me that you guys listen to the show day in and day out. Uh, and I can't wait to keep things going into the next year. But without any further ado, let's talk about 2021 for the Dallas Stars. This year started out on a pretty good note. Uh, if you do remember, you know, the Dallas Stars played in the Stanley Cup final uh, in October 2020. Uh, and then there was a really quick break for the league. And then things were right back, uh, right back to not even normal. Normal is not the word to describe what the 2020-2021 season was. But things got started right back up in January. For the NHL, which is absolutely insane to think about. Just crazy uh, how quick that turnaround was, especially for teams like Dallas and Tampa Bay, although it didn't seem to hinder Tampa Bay very much. Uh, but Dallas going through uh, yet another COVID outbreak, the first of many uh, for this Dallas Stars team. But after they missed their first four games of the season, they caught fire. They got to raise their conference championship banner uh, on home ice in front of a 25% capacity crowd at the American Airlines Center. Just super cool. The first conference championship for the Dallas Stars since 1999, the last time that they made a Stanley Cup Finals appearance. Uh, so really cool. Um, wasn't the, the banner. Uh, we wanted to add a second banner to that. Clearly would have loved to see a Stanley Cup Finals 
championship banner get raised in the AAC, but still cool. Uh, still a huge milestone for this organization to get back to the Stanley Cup finals and have that testament banner after a grueling time in that Edmonton bubble. Uh, you know, it's a trophy, if anything, for the Dallas Stars to show uh, how hard they fought to be in that final and, you know, to win a tough Western Conference uh, because that road to the Stanley Cup final was not easy by any means. But not only did they race the banner that night, they won their first game of the season against their rivals, the Nashville Predators, 7-0. to zero. Really satisfying score. Absolute blowout. Dallas Stars laying haymakers in the season opener, looking like they were similar to Tampa Bay, that they were not going to, you know, stagger out of the gates, looking to repeat as conference champs and hoping to get back to the Stanley Cup finals to show, uh, you know, that they deserve to win that first time they thought and that they, you know, deserve to be back there again. Uh, and they went on to beat Nashville the next game that they played three to two. Uh, and they started out the season really hot because they ne won their next two games at home against the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, in their first game, they won two to one in overtime, uh, setting the tone early for what would be several overtime games for the Dallas Stars in the 2020-21 season. Uh, and I was this was the only Stars game I got to go to last season. Clearly uh, did not have this job yet, was still just a fan of the team. Uh, it was difficult to get tickets that were, you know, a pretty good price. I was still in college, kind of balling on a budget a little bit, still am to this day. Um, but games are a little bit more accessible nowadays with obviously full house crowds in the American Airlines Center. But this was a fun game to be at. 2-1 overtime winner, courtesy uh, of Jason Dickinson, no longer a Dallas star, unfortunately. But it was a super fun game. Not the most high scoring, but still cool to see an overtime game winner. was cool to be back at a live sporting event after not really having been at one since March. Um, if I do remember correctly, that was my first kind of big live sporting event back was certainly weird, uh, but it was kind of nice to have all that space around me. I was with a buddy uh, at, at that game, but, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of people around us. A little bit more legroom was kind of nice. Uh, I, I will admit that. Um, and then, of course, the next game that they played against the Red Wings, the Dallas Stars debuted the blackout jerseys that they're still wearing this season. Uh, a jersey that I really like, I think is really cool. And I think Stars fans in general, the consensus is that they're, the, the jerseys are pretty rad, uh, for lack of a better term. Uh, and they debuted those on January 28th. Uh, against the Red Wings, where yet again, they won the game 7-3, to three, uh, looking like they weren't going to lose a game at all. Uh, but as many of us know, uh, that was not the case, and the Stars struggled throughout the rest of the season, losing a lot of games in overtime, uh, winning a few games in overtime, but just playing in a lot of really closely contested games, dealing with some injuries, Tyler Sagan, Alexander Radulov, Ben Bishop, missing considerable amounts of the season, if not all of the season. Uh, and so, you know, the Stars having to mess around with their roster, bringing up guys from the AHL, changing the lines pretty consistently. Uh, but, you know, they debuted another really good fire jersey in the reverse retro uniforms on March 16th and a 4-3 shootout loss to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, the jerseys made that night great. The loss, not so much. But the Stars did fall short. Uh, of the playoffs, despite winning their last game of the season, uh, ironically, in overtime, five to four against the Chicago Blackhawks. That final goal of the season scored by none other than Jason Robertson, who was the surprise of the season for the Dallas Stars and maybe one of the surprises of the season for the entire NHL, as he would go on to be a Calder Trophy finalist. Uh, he would go on to lose that award to Kirill Kaprizov of the Minnesota Wild, but nonetheless asserting himself as one of the future stars of this organization and of this league. And he has continued to put the league on notice. Uh, and so a pretty down season for the stars, not where they wanted the season to end, uh, but still were in the fight to the very end to get into the postseason. Who knows what would have happened had they made the postseason because postseason hockey, as we've said several times on this show, is 100% different 
than you know regular season hockey and i, and I think uh, a roster full of veterans as battered as they were i think they could have at least made a little bit of noise in the 2021 postseason but you know they got a little extra time to rest which i think was valuable uh and they didn't quite make it and tampa bay repeated as champions and maybe that cycle will break this year but only time will tell well, coming up next, we will take a moment and talk about the 2021 offseason for the Dallas Stars because it was a busy one, uh, absolutely busy, insane offseason for the Stars. But before we do that, I do want to take a moment and say thank you to one of the sponsors of today's episode of Locked on Stars, and that is Built Bar. It's the new year, so that means the New Year's resolutions. If yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, or maybe even better than a candy bar. Built Bar makes it easier to stick to your resolution because it tastes so good, you'll want to eat it, but unlike other protein bars, it tastes really, really good, and it's not chalky, waxy, and it doesn't taste like a chemical spill. You want to eat healthy, but it just gets so boring. By like week three, you might be like, eh, th this just isn't worth it. Where's the chocolate? Well, Built Bar is made of 100% real chocolate, yet is still healthy for you as, as it is filled with tons of protein. Uh, that benefits your body, keeps your body moving forward, so that way you can continue to be active, working towards that body that you want in 2022. You can go to Built.com right now and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Again, you can get 15% off your order by using the promo code LOCKED15 at Built.com. Moving on to the next segment of today's episode of Locked on Stars, your first listen of the day do you want to take a moment as we review 2021 for the dallas stars organization talk about the 2021 offseason the summer because uh, it was a busy one across the national hockey league but especially a busy one in dallas texas uh, the stars were expected to make some big moves in the offseason many fans were fearful that a key player would get taken in the expansion draft there was a lot of speculation on who would get taken would it be a defenseman would it be anton hudobin uh, because of the way he had played in the 2020 bubble and even a little bit in the 2020-2021 season, uh, it was just kind of a big question mark come expansion draft time. Uh, Stars fans really didn't know who was going to be making a departure from the team. Uh, and the Stars did see quite a few key departures, at least as far as names and guys who had been with the team for quite some time. Guys who were contributors on that Stanley Cup run back in the Edmonton bubble. Guys like Jason Dickinson, Andrew Cogliano, and of course, Jamie Alexiak, who the Stars did eventually lose to Seattle via the expansion draft. Uh, it was kind of sad to see these guys go. You know, none of these guys, the cornerstone of the franchise by any means. But guys, you know, like I said, that played roles in that 2020 championship run uh, that the Stars had. Key value guys that were beloved by their teammates, loved by the fans. Uh, but now, of course, kind of all those guys off doing their own things throughout the NHL. And, you know, we hope to continue to see them thrive and to do big things for their teams. Um, and then, the you know, the expansion draft happened. The 2020 NHL draft happened. And I would say, as of right now, it looks like the Stars had a pretty good draft overall, especially with their first two picks. Uh, you have White Johnston picked in round one, the 23rd overall draft pick. Uh, you know, he's now a prospect within the Stars organization. He currently plays for the Windsor Spitfires of the Ontario Hockey League. Uh, and he currently leads his team in points with 46, 18 goals, 28 assists through 27 games this season. Absolutely on fire. Johnston looking like, uh, you know, a, a quality first round pick for the Stars organization. Hopefully a guy that will bud into an offensive threat uh, that can just put the entire NHL on notice. It'd be nice to have a guy like that. Uh, I think some would argue that we haven't had an offensive threat like that since maybe Prime Sagan or Jamie Benn or maybe even all the way back to Mike Madonna. 
but would love to see White Johnson continue to develop and improve his game, make it sharper, cleaner, because he's already doing great things in the OHL. And the OHL is different than the NHL, but still very promising to see our first round pick having a productive season with the Windsor Spitfires. But it didn't just stop there. The Stars did have a nice pickup in the second round with the 47th overall pick, Logan Stankoven, who we've talked about on this show recently and at pretty good length, too. He currently plays for the camp. Kamloops Blazers of the Western Hockey League, the WHL. Uh, he's second on his team through 22 games played uh, with 13 goals, 19 assists, so 32 points overall. And, of course, he was showing great promise for Team Canada in the World Juniors until those were unfortunately, unfortunately shut down due to COVID-19. But Stankoven, another phenomenal prospect for the Stars organization. Uh, Jim Nill and company did a really good job with this draft, um, at least from what we can tell so far, based on what we've seen. Uh, from these draft prospects, especially Johnson and Stankoven so far. Uh, these guys look like they could potentially be some future faces of the franchise. Um, just unfortunate we won't be able to see them super soon, but exciting to see them develop, exciting to see them being electric prospects as of right now, and really, really looking forward to seeing them pan out over the next several years, and hopefully they'll make great National Hockey League players. Uh, but, you know, outside of the draft, the Stars did make some big moves in free agency. Uh, maybe not the flashiest moves, but I think it's fair to say that just about every guy that was picked up in free agency that's playing on the National Hockey League roster has made an impact. Uh, some impacts bigger than others, but impacts nonetheless. Guys like Ryan Suter, uh, the longtime Minnesota Wild player, longtime Minnesota Wild defenseman uh, coming in kind of by many thought of as a replacement for Jamie Alexiak, but he's fitted really nice with this team. He hasn't done anything outstanding, um, but you know, he's done a lot of really good things, done a lot of things. Well, uh, just kind of a veteran guy on the team who knows he's not going to be the star of the show knows that some of his better years are behind them, but a guy who's willing to show up every day and do what is necessary to put his team in a position to win games. And so really glad to have a guy like Ryan Suter on the team, his veteran presence always valued uh, Braden Holtby, the goalie from Vancouver, formerly of Washington, Vesna Trophy winner, Stanley Cup champion. Uh, we talked about that several times on this show, but a guy that's been a ton of fun to watch this season seems to be kind of reviving a little bit of what we saw from him back in his days with the Capitals. Uh, you know, not having a lights out season by any means, but definitely having some solid nights in the crease between the pipes for the stars. Love the way that he plays, love that he and, you know, uh, Jake Ottinger are now kind of the future of this team as far as this season goes in the goal for the Dallas Stars this season. You got Yanni Hockenpah, another really solid defenseman, a young guy who's still developing his game, still has a way to go as far as perfecting his game, but a guy who has shown a lot of promise, shown to be a really nice physical presence on the ice for the Stars team. And then, of course, you have Michael Roffel and Luke Glendening. Roffel coming from Philadelphia and Glendening coming from the Red Wings of Detroit. Two guys, again, like Ryan Suter, that know that they're not the star of the show, not the face of the franchise, but guys that are really smart hockey players, love playing with this team. They fit in well with the culture of this team, uh, which is just kind of a nose to the grindstone, defensive-minded team, but they fit in really well, and they do uh, what they do best at a high level, and it helps put the Stars team in a position to win. Uh, not a lot of complaints with those two guys or really anyone else that was brought over in free agency for the Dallas Stars, but a pretty busy offseason. Kind of flew by in a blur because, you know, the playoffs were still happening into July uh, and then, you know, the offseason happened and then preseason was here before we knew it. But a crazy fast paced offseason for the stars that I say overall went pretty well. A few departures of some beloved guys, but nothing too major. Looks like the stars found the jackpot on a few of their draft picks and then, of course, made some really, really nice moves in free agency and found some guys that are benefiting the team and playing at a really high level and contributing to the team's success that they've had so far this season and their stints of success.
Well, coming up next to close out the show, we will talk about the Dallas Stars 2021-2022 season up to this point uh, because it's flown by, but yet it all feels like you know forever ago that this season started back at Madison Square Garden for this Stars team. But before we talk about that, do got to take a moment and say thank you to another sponsor of today's episode, and that is BetOnline.ag. BetOnline has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. As football continues its march through the college bowl season and into the pro football playoffs, Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code Locked On to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all of your favorite sports. So don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. And closing out this final episode of 2021 of the Locked On Stars podcast, going to take a moment and kind of recap what has been a chaotic 21-22 season for this Dallas Stars organization. And like I said, it feels like it's flown by, but also feels like forever ago that we were anticipating opening night with the New York Rangers at Madison Square Garden uh, and what ended up being a crazy game, a 3-2 to two overtime thriller. Uh, just had all the storylines that you could have imagined. Jacob Peterson making his NHL debut, scores the first goal of the game, scores the first goal of the season for the Stars, scoring a goal in his NHL debut I mean, that's just straight up out of a storybook, out of a movie. Incredible moment for him. And then, of course, Miro Haskinen netting the game winner in OT to give the Stars a boost to start the season. And, of course, now that win looks fantastic because the Rangers are having one heck of a season so far. So really, really cool, a really exciting moment uh, to start out that four-game road trip for the Dallas Stars to start the season. Of course, they fell a little bit on their face after that, dropping back-to-back games to Boston and Ottawa, but then they close out on a high note, winning in Pittsburgh in a shootout thanks to Alexander Radulov. Uh, But then things would get pretty choppy. Uh, Anytime the Stars did win a game from that point on, it was not a regulation win. Uh, And they were either winning in overtime, losing in overtime, or just flat out losing their games. The Stars did not record their first regulation win until November 13th when they won 5-2 over the Philadelphia Flyers. It took a very long time, took way too long. Uh, And of course, that that game against Philadelphia was the first game after their all-player meeting after losing to their division rivals, the Nashville Predators, at home in embarrassing fashion, a game that they probably should have won. They had a lot of really exciting opportunities to put the puck in the net that game, and they only did it a few times. Rupe Hintz did score his first goal of the season that night. It was a long time coming. That was a good moment, but the Stars did lose that game, and then it took them about 40, 45 minutes to address the media longer than usual after the game because of an all player meeting which you know they went on to win their next two games but then the stars took a one game road trip up to minnesota to face the wild in which they were absolutely embarrassed losing seven to two uh the worst outing for the stars so far this season no question about it uh even you know later on some of these more recent games that they lost i think this one still stands out as the worst loss of the season but then we all know what happened after that the dallas stars went on a seven 
game winning streak, a franchise best or a tied franchise best seven game win streak, which in that not just winning seven games, they did a lot of great things in that win streak. Like they shut down Connor McDavid. Connor McDavid came into that matchup with the stars on the week of Thanksgiving, riding a 17 game point streak. And the stars kept him off the score sheet, which was absolutely incredible. And they defeated the Edmonton Oilers who are having a fantastic season in their own right. Uh, the day after Thanksgiving on Black Friday, the Dallas Stars took on their rivals of their of the Central Division, Colorado Avalanche, where they defeated them. And Joe Pavelski recorded his 399th and 400th career goal, uh, scoring his two goals in that game within the first five minutes, uh, within the first two minutes, if I'm not mistaken, of regulation and what ended up being a very exciting game for the Stars and for the Pavelski family. And then later on in that win streak, they shut down the Carolina Hurricanes, who have easily been a top five, top 10 team in the National Hockey League so far this season. They had some other wins against the Arizona Coyotes, a win against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Though, of course, the win streak started out as they defeated their rivals, the St. Louis Blues, thanks to two shorthanded goals from Rupe. Hence, a very, very exciting time to be a Dallas Stars fan. Unfortunately, the party did come to an end when the Dallas Stars lost a crazy game, one of the most entertaining games of the year, to the Vegas Golden Knights on the road at Vegas. And what ended up being a nail-biting loss in regulation, the Stars went on to lose five games in a row after that. Uh, they've since found their footing a little bit, winning two straight as of recent against Chicago and Minnesota. But ever since then, ever since December 20th, the season has been on pause for the Dallas Stars. Some other notable moments include the retirement of longtime NHL goalie Ben Bishop. Uh, it feels like not too long ago that happened. It really wasn't that long ago. Just a few weeks ago, uh, we saw the retirement of beloved NHL goalie Ben Bishop. He's still with the organization, still getting to mentor guys like Braden Holtzby and Jake Ottinger, uh, but still really sad to see a guy who had such a fantastic career, especially while wearing green and black, uh, to see his career in the way it did as he tried to make a comeback in the AHL. Um, but just his knee and his body uh, could not keep going and not keep and he could not continue to play at a high level like he once could back when he was a little bit healthier. And then, of course, around that same time, another beloved goalie within the Stars organization, Anton Hudobin, gets waived from the team and eventually sent down to the AHL level. So still in the organization, but we did see kind of the end of an era as far as goalies for the Dallas Stars. And now we've kind of moved into this new Holtzby and Ottinger era, which is exciting. Uh, we've seen a lot of promise from both those guys, but still, Sad, sad to see this moment happen uh, to guys that, you know, whenever they were at their peak for this team uh, was probably, if not the best one of, if not the best goalie tandem in the National Hockey League. So excited and thankful and grateful for the legacy that they left and excited for the future uh, that we see between the pipes for the Dallas Stars, especially this season. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars, recapping the 2021 year for this stars organization um, before we say goodbye i know i kind of said at the top of the show but do want to take a moment again and say thank you guys uh 2021 has been a crazy year for me a lot of really exciting things a lot of really good things have happened but of course you know like many other people not been the easiest year of my life it's had its fair share of challenges but one of the greatest accomplishments uh was getting to start hosting the show um, getting to start hosting the Dallas Stars, Locked On Stars podcast, covering this team on a daily basis. It's been an absolute blast. You guys have been a fantastic audience. I'm grateful for each and every one of you that listen to the show. If you listen to the show every day, uh, <laughs> that, thank you so much. Uh, I, I literally cannot think of anything else to say, but just thank you. Uh, my gratitude um, is never ending uh, with this. I don't take this for granted by any means. I know, you know, that this is kind of a specific job and there's a lot of people, um, you know, that get to do this kind of job, but you know, not 
everyone does get to do this. And this is kind of me getting to live out my dream a little bit of, of covering a professional sports team on a platform like this. So thank you guys for helping make this dream a reality by tuning in every single day, tuning into the show, subscribing, sharing, retweeting, liking, whatever it is. Uh, I truly am grateful. And I hope I get to continue to improve and become better at hosting this show as time goes on into 2022, uh, because I don't believe it would benefit me or you or the show as a whole if I continue to stay stagnant and assume I'm doing everything well. So onward and upward into the year 2022. But thank you for making Locked on Stars your first listen of the day. Now go make your second listen of the day, the Locked on Bets podcast, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. You can find their show wherever you get your podcast at for free. Be sure to also follow and subscribe to the Locked on Stars podcast wherever you find your podcast, whether that's on YouTube or your favorite podcasting platform. It's absolutely free wherever you find your podcast app. Be sure to tune in on Monday as we will continue to anticipate the return of Dallas Stars hockey. Hopefully they will get to play their next game against the Florida Panthers, but only time will tell uh, if the Dallas Stars are able to get out of this COVID out, outbreak, uh, breakthrough, whatever you want to call it within the organization. But we will see you guys next time. Have a great day, Stars fans. Happy New Year's. Be safe. Celebrating New Year's Eve tonight. I uh, hope you have fun, but be safe. Make smart choices. And we will see you guys back here in 2022. Have a great day, Stars fans.